0: Welcome to Hell Week. Welcome to the Neurosurgery Podcast, and welcome to Hell Week. This is our new series that JP and I put together for rising interns, and actually for anybody who's interested in our training programs. This is a consolidated series to try to get you ready, all the things you need to know in order to be a training neurosurgeon. Hi everybody, JP here. The usual disclaimers.
1: The information in this podcast does not constitute medical advice. The opinions expressed are our own and don't reflect those of any institution or professional organization. But perhaps most importantly, we're going to loosen up a little for this series. So expect some constructive advice, some controversial stories, but most importantly, get ready to learn. Now, let's get started. Congratulations. Hell week is over. Welcome to the rest of your life. Um, For all of us on July 1st this year in residency, we're entering a new phase. But most importantly, for the new interns who have just graduated medical school, you now get to go out into the hospitals and introduce yourself as a doctor for the first time and take on the heavy responsibility of representing the Department of Neurosurgery. Obviously, this is a finish line for the last chapter of your life. But in many ways, I I would like you to view this as the starting line for a new year, a new role, and a whole new identity that you will get to grow and develop into over the course of your seven-year residency.
0: Yeah, JP, it's, it's interesting, right? There's a concept that's now in the popular culture about the July effect. And I even had a patient ask me about it this week in clinic, the July effect. And uh, most of you know what that really means. And, and the reality is that JP and I, our deepest desires that maybe Hell Week, as far as the podcast go, goes, will minimize that July effect this year in 2020 a little bit because you guys are so much more prepared. So congratulations on starting. And I hope that, uh, that this will be helpful. We will be looking for more input from you guys uh, as we go forward as to how to enhance uh, education across the board.
1: Absolutely. Please don't think that the conversation is over now or even if the Hell Week episodes stop rolling out that your training is over. Um, There will be obviously more episodes of the podcast, but keep an eye out for more episodes in the Hell Week mini feed. There's always more to learn. There's always feedback to be given. And there's always more advice as we get into this year with the new interns and with the new residents at all levels of the training structure.
0: So now that you've graduated, you're starting. I believe everybody's seven years now. You're starting this seven year journey. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be fourteen years of work packed in the seven years. Maybe more than fourteen. Uh, it's gonna be an amazing ride. And welcome to uh, the. I will call it a club of neurosurgeons, neurosurgeons in training. Um, JP, let me ask you a question about this. So you are exactly uh, twelve months removed, if you will, from that process, right? right? What What kind of experience? You asked all these young folks what they learned in their first year, but we didn't hear from you. We didn't hear what you learned. All those little answers that you gave on the last Hell Week episode uh, from the from the respondents, you never answered yourself.
1: Right, and it, you know, in many ways, I've been up here ranting and raving every week. Um, I will say a lesson I've been growing to appreciate more and more towards the end of this year when I've kind of got my feet under me and I'm starting to learn how these hospitals breathe and how they live and how the people in them work. Um, I I want to echo something that uh, Andrew Gartner at Cornell said, because it's been on my mind over the past month or two, where towards the end of his answer for what did he learn in first year, he said, trying to appreciate how things get done when you order them. And trying to communicate when you're trying to get something done efficiently, not being an asshole about it. I think it's very easy when you first start out, and like we've been talking about every week, your, your seniors and your chief gives you a giant list of tasks, and you just got to get it done, get it done, get it done. You got to get the scans done, get the labs back, this and that. It's really easy to come across as a huge asshole to everyone else in the hospital who has 25% of your tasks to do, and four times as much time to do them. So you're going to get tunnel vision. You're going to get anxious. You're going to get a systolic through the roof. But try to take a moment and breathe and remember that you're interacting with another person who has their own job, who has their own workflow. And you mentioned the seven-year process. This is what's really been weighing on me. Try to think about the reputation you're developing for yourself in the hospital. Because most of the staff you interact with The residents will come and go, but the nurses are going to be there when you're a senior resident. Many people stay as attendings where they train. So the nurses, the other ancillary staff, the attendings that you interact with, you're meeting new people. You're not just doing a job. So think about the people that you interact with, that you talk to on the phone. When they hear your name or they see you walk down the hallway, think about what what do they think of you and what kind of identity are, are you establishing for yourself? In this place where you're going to live and work for almost a decade. But perhaps more importantly, I would urge all of our listeners, especially the new interns, that throughout this year, as you build your breadth of knowledge, you perfect your technical skills, you learn how to manage an ever-larger list with more and more patients, in addition to all of these important attributes of the functioning neurosurgeon, I would strongly encourage you to maintain and develop your sense of compassion. There's so much discussion in both the professional and lay literature these days about burnout, especially physician burnout, and one of the most common attributes of the burnt-out physician is the loss of compassion, the loss of a sense of value to your work and to the people you're taking care of, just viewing them as names on a list. Um, I can honestly say, and I'm proud to say, that at the end of my intern year, my sense of compassion both for my patients, my coworkers, everyone in the hospital, people I meet in the streets, Um, has only gone up and has only increased and that continues to drive me and it helps to propel me through the longest days on duty and the hardest times as a resident. So never forget that these words we throw around, these scans that we see, uh, these surgeries we discuss, these are people. These are real people who are suffering and it's our job to alleviate that. And so just try to maintain and strengthen and develop and draw on your compassion for your fellow humans throughout this year as new interns and you know this is something that anyone who's met me in person has probably heard me preach about 10 times and I'm sure I've gone on my compassion rant 50 times on the podcast so far but I'll tell you it's something that you just can't say out loud enough times
0: it bears repeating that's exactly right I mean I think that it's just such a wonderful journey and uh, and I recall my first days in the hospital Um, it's, it's really a a big deal to become a doctor, right? And, and the process of the learning and the respect and all the fun and interesting and scary things that are going to happen in the next year. So please feel free to reach out to us. We have enjoyed the email exchanges with many of you out there. Um, sometimes, you know, you feel very alone. And I, I remember feeling very alone at times as, as an intern, um, don't be afraid to reach out to us. I think you've gotten to know JP and me over the over the past six months as we've launched this podcast. It's it's uh, you're not alone. Almost everything you're going to feel, we've been there.
1: I echo that thoroughly, and especially as someone who has just been there, please, if you don't have a good support system, or maybe you're not comfortable talking to the close people in your life, your spouse, your girlfriend, your family. Maybe depending on what field they're in or just who they are as people, maybe you, you're not comfortable talking about a death with them. Maybe you're not comfortable um, telling someone that you want to look up to you about a mistake that you made. Uh, maybe you don't want to let down your parents, et cetera, et cetera. Please feel free to contact Dr. Wang and I, neurosurgerypodcast at gmail.com. He's been through it all. I've just been through what you're about to start if at any time you need to just air something, uh, get something off your chest, get advice about how to handle something politically in your department, how to handle something with your relationship at home, we are always here for you um, confidentially and with compassion. So congratulations again. Boot camp's over. Get ready to join us all on the front lines.